everyone. Welcome back to Keeping Up with the Chaldeans. Uh, today's episode has uh, been made possible by the generosity of our friend Nurse Faith uh, with the Cosmetic Room. Uh, you can find her uh, at uh, Cosmetic Nurse Faith on uh, Instagram. Also, before we get started, we'd like uh, to have all of our viewers uh, subscribe to the channel. We're pressing to get to 1,000. We want to be able to uh, keep the show going and uh, benefit the community with the with with the uh, episodes. Proud to uh, be wearing the Connect Mortgage Funding jacket. Thank you. Fancy ass jackets. Thank you. Uh, and we'd like to uh, welcome our guest today, uh, Terry Fashat. How are you, brother? Good afternoon, everyone. What's happening, T? I'm doing good. Doing good. good. Glad good, to be here. Yeah. yeah, we're glad to have you guys. Yes, out sir. Here, man. It's awesome. You want to uh, today let people know some of the stuff of your uh, your business and give them an opportunity to even whether call you or come visit you. And we did talk pre the uh, show going live was you are um, not to say doing things different like you were saying, but if you want to explain to people where your approach is on the mortgage side, you know, uh, we all have our opportunities within friends and family that do mortgages, but some of the stuff you were explaining of doing gives you a more uh, humble approach. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, more humble approach as, uh, versus just taking the, uh, the You're money. out of the box. Yeah. You're out of the box thinking. Yeah, so let's get into talking about you know, your, your history and what got you to here today and what you offer out of your business. Nice. Thank you guys for having me. Well, I really appreciate it. Yep. Yes, sir. A little bit of background story as far as career. I would say my career really started in the cell phone business, wireless toys, February 2005, did that for four years until August 2010, which is when I started in the mortgage business, August okay. 10, 2009, nice. August 10, 2009 to be exact. So That's when been, you started, it's when I started in the, the, mortgage in business. the in industry, okay. Yep. First day on the job. <clears throat> so been in it for a solid 10 years, a little pushing over right over 10 years. Mm -hmm. Was it one of the bigger companies or was it? Uh, the, I was with a smaller company okay. with, with a decent sized team. We were, we were, I want to say at any given moment, anywhere from 10 to 20 people, I would say more consistently 15 people at any given What's, moment. What city was that in? It was in West Bloomfield. Okay, cool. Yep, yep. It was in West Bloomfield. So I had a lot of good times there with the people that I ran with. Mm -hmm. Learned a lot. Uh, did our stuff. And come summer of 2014 is when I started Connect Mortgage Funding. Oh, wow. And wrote, originate the first loan uh, for one of my aunties, actually. Someone mm -hmm. I used to live with. In uh, <laughs> October 2014. Nice. Is is when uh, is when the first deal happened for Connect Mortgage Lending. And what was the celebration like for that first deal? Was it awesome? Uh, it, it, was, it was. How about the feeling? It, it was affirmation. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's you know like cause a lot of people ask all the time is oh it's, it's very risky, risky to go out on your own. Yeah, where would we be without risk? It, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And truthfully, when it comes to certain types of businesses, um, and it's specific to the mortgage business, and there's a lot of businesses that are this way. The more time goes on stuff like podcasts and that with the internet continuing to evolve, yep. mm -hmm. there's certain types of businesses that, in my mind, if you know what you're doing, there isn't really that big of a risk. Right. Sure. So, so why wasn't it a risk for me? I started from my home. Mm -hmm. I turned my bedroom into my office mm -hmm. and started doing my original deals from there. I was at home from summer of 2014 until March of 2016. So a good year and a half uh, doing it from my house. I had a shared office space then. Mm -hmm. And then... 
up until November of last year mm -hmm. is when we got our own office space in Troy. We're on Big Beaver uh, Road now, right in the same building by Bahama Breeze. Beautiful. Let's take a step back before, to, before we go to the extent of how far you took the company. Mm -hmm. What did it take to start the company before we even, you know, want to mm -hmm. get to that? Like, Good question. What, what's stipulations needed to become a mortgage, uh, you know, funder? And, and is there school? Is there state licensing? You know, just some of the stuff that got you to there. Did you have to put in two, three years prior to that under a different, you mm -hmm. know, company and, and all? So that way the viewers get to know if they ever want to take this step, what? What, what gets you to that front, you know, that first door to turn the key? So then it was actually a little bit more strict. They've opened up the floodgates a little bit. Mm -hmm. Now I want to say you need two to three years experience. When I, when I was starting, you needed five years experience. Mm -hmm. okay. Now I want to say you need a two to three years experience as a loan officer, yeah. okay. whether it's a licensed loan officer or whether you're working with a bank, um, yeah, as long as you have two to three years experience. As far as capital, again, this is one of those businesses where as long as you know what you're doing, sure. And you could start from anywhere. You could get a shared office space. You could start from your home. You could, you could do whatever you want. So mm -hmm. it doesn't really take that much capital. I would say the most important thing is knowledge, being confident in what you know, right? Confident in your ability to be able to sell. A lot of people say, "I'm not, I'm not a salesperson. I'm not a salesman, etc." It's if you're starting your own business. I'm not the one. I'm not the first one to come up with this. Yep. If you're so, starting your own business, you are a salesperson. If you're not yep. a salesperson, sure. there, there, there's something wrong. So as long as you're confident in your knowledge and your ability to be able to bring in your own business, mm -hmm. when it comes to the mortgage business, at least on the brokerage side, which is what Connect Mortgage Funding is, it, it's really coming down to the two to three years experience. Mm -hmm. Do you have the confidence to at least start on your own? Now, I do, I do want to state that there's, there's two different mentalities. There's a mentality of growing a company mm -hmm. and the mentality of just being on your own. You know, right. one-man yeah. shop, two-man sure. shop whether you have an assistant, a secretary, whatever. And I, I think it's very important to figure out what you want to do with that upfront mm -hmm. so you could pace yourself on what's your next hire going to be. Yep. Do you actually even need office space? You know, if you're working by yourself, do you even, you even need office space? Yeah. Right. So, so really decide that upfront on what you're going to do so that you could present your story the right way, sure. present pr work every month the yep. right way yep. on how you're going to go about it. Yep. And then before that even, before you walked in there, you had your experience gained from a uh, a a uh, uh, brokering firm before this, mm -hmm. right in West Bloomfield. So you had confidence after doing so many loans through there. Mm -hmm. But the confidence is different when you're now opening your own and you have your structure to put together. There's nobody above you. That's to, right. To you ask the questions. You had no exactly. Mm -hmm. there, there was no, so that learning curve right there. I mean, you know, it, it's. You, you're, you got to build knowledge is one thing, right? You yes. learn the knowledge over the years, mm -hmm. but see, to apply that knowledge, you still have to have some confidence behind it. Did you have somebody giving you that little push to say, you know what, Terry, go for it, man. We're behind you. And then, I, you know, you thought to yourself, you know what, I'm, when I do it, I'm going to hire this person, that person. So the foundation of that to get to your, to get to your, say over your fears, your hump, mm -hmm. what was that like, you know? It, it, it's, it's a, it's a tricky scenario. What, what you just said, there's, there's no one. I'm accountable to myself. Yes. You know, I don't have my previous employer, my previous bosses, previous yep. leaders saying you got to be on time, nine or 10 o'clock, whatever the start, starting time is, you got to hit these numbers every week. So it's a tricky scenario. As far as, as far as somebody pushing me, mm -hmm. I was really just looking towards the people that I aspire to. Mm -hmm. 
whether that's someone successful in business as an entrepreneur, yep. someone that's successful in the athletic world, mm-hmm. something that someone that's successful in volunteer work, charity work. Sure. I'm, I've always been continuously looking at leadership examples in the world yep. as my point of inspiration. Yep. Now, as far as how do you hold yourself accountable? I think that is the trickiest part with yeah. everything. Yeah. So I actually would, because when you get up and go to work, you know, I started from my home office. So I didn't have the right. psychological aspect of getting ready, getting leaving the home, sure. spending 10 minutes in the ride, yep. 15 minutes in the car, four, 30 minutes in the car, depending on how far you drive, to play music, get mm-hmm. psyched out before you go to the office. Yep. So what I did was actually got up, you know, I'm at home by myself, mm-hmm. I dressed up with slacks, Wore nice fancy socks. I didn't want to wear shoes in my home, <laughs> right? So wore slacks, wore a button up, tight, tucked it in to at least get in the psychological yeah. mindset that I'm yeah. at work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I actually did that more when I was at home than I do today. Nice. So, so kind of little methods to say like I am getting up and, and going mm-hmm. to work. Yeah. Uh, that that was the main main thing I did, and I I actually would leave the house on purpose, make a stop whether it was in the morning or midday. Just so I could get out sure. and then get back because you have those natural emotions when oh, yeah. you have any job, whether yeah. you, you whether you own a company or not, you have those natural emotions yeah. where you're you're saying bye to your family. Mm-hmm. They look forward to seeing you when you come back. You know, you have those those things that are not present when you are doing something like starting from your home. Yeah. And then you have, you know, maybe one or two bad calls in a row and, and you're like, oh, I'm gonna just crawl back into bed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's hours. a lot easier to be able to get Yeah, to no, get but that's great. Man, uh, a lot of that yourself. is self self-discipline and self-checking oh, yeah, yourself. Yep. Tell us about the uh, Connect Promise. So the Connect Promise is our company promise in the mortgage world. And I think mm-hmm. any business, whether you're mortgaged, whether you're a restaurant, whatever it is, mm-hmm. should subscribe uh, to these three things. So the Connect Promise is quality, transparency, and speed. So quality meaning whatever we do, we're going to do it the right way. Right, yeah. Transparency meaning good news or bad news, you're we'll going to know it. about it. Yeah. Sure. You know The mortgage business is not all sunshine and rainbows. You know, your, your oh. deal could be qualified in one moment and yep. disqualified in the next moment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, the sunshine doesn't come until the till it's done. Till so you're it's signed closed, and closed like, yeah. and the keys in your yeah. hand. Yeah. So it's it's rainbow. I mean, it's, it's it takes time. Like it's it's it's, it's a very stressful. And I don't I don't I don't know if, if you're all of your clients do, but in my situation, it was always a stressful situation. It, it it's not. Uh, I have a saying, and when it comes to mortgages, when it comes to insurance, things like that, there's yeah. nothing, nobody wants, wants to do right, that. Right, right. Sure. It's, it's like we try to make it as easy as possible, yeah, yeah. try to make it as fun and as cool as possible. Yeah. Then the day, the real sunshine, the real celebration is when you Absolutely. have the keys in your hand. So that's, when you're running into those. That's so gratifying at that time, too. That's what I want to talk about. Since the both of you, I, I haven't experienced it. I've always rented. Mm-hmm. Um, what, a few years we had a home, my sister did the, all that stuff. But what, what and why does the stress come? Yeah. You know, what what causes that and what do you guys do to alleviate that stress? Say Anthony's coming through the doors and he's talking about those moments. What do you do to face those moments and how do you work with the client to make sure that you're, you know, you keep them calm and collective? Because I've seen these things take 30 days, 60 days, mm-hmm. you know, so I've seen them take some time. So what do you do to get some of that, that pressure off of it? A lot of it is mindset from the individual handling the deal. So whether that's me, whether that's another loan officer in another business, one of my loan officers at Connect Mortgage Funding, yeah. mm-hmm. if I'm going into it presenting the challenge sure. as a problem, sure. it's going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. If I go into it presenting the challenge as a challenge, like, hey, here, here's what came up. Here's what 
we need to do to solve it. Sure. And we're gonna solve it. Confident, been been there, done that. Yep, yep. You know what? Maybe I've never been in this scenario, but been in something like it. Mm -hmm. And I know as long as we find the solution, I've talked to the underwriter, I've talked to the mm -hmm. powers that be, mm -hmm. I already have the solution. So provide me with one, two, three, yep. and we'll get your answer. So going back to the transparency part, the mistake a lot of people make in life and in, in business more than anything when you're responsible for a deal is I don't want to tell my client this yet. Right. I don't want to tell, you know, oh, I don't know how to tell my client. The best yeah, thing yeah. is to rip off the mandate. Yeah. Tell your client what's up. Again, because they might tell you the solution to the challenge right away. They might yeah. be like, oh, yeah. I know. I'm right, aware right. of that. Yeah, yeah. I got it right here. Yeah. Like, yeah. okay. Like, that was easier said than done. That. Yeah. yeah. Or that was easier done than said at that yeah, point, yeah. you know? So, <laughs> so a lot of it is the mentality of the person presenting the information, which is a big deal in life. How sure. you think about things is, is going to depend on, is going to decide how things get done. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that. And then going back to the last part of the promise, which yep. is speed, is getting getting to the answers as fast as possible. So, for example, if I'm holding myself accountable, you know, uh, we, we promise our clients that 90% of the time we're going to hold up to that quality transparency and speed. Because in my mind, nobody's perfect 100% of the time. Right. If anyone is coming through on their commitment 90% of the time, you are successful. You're, you're going to succeed in whatever it is that you're committing yourself to. Sure. So if I'm saying I'm going to hold myself to these turn times... You better believe when I give my client a checklist yeah. saying, hey, gonna, here's yeah, the challenge yeah. you're facing. Here's what I need. Yeah, you're you holding me out. accountable. You like, hey, Mr. Client, Mrs. Yeah. Client, I, mm -hmm. I want these things within two days. Because right. then I can provide you with the answers to our solution that's going to sure. solve this challenge. Yeah, responsibility has got to be a part of the clients as well, too. Mm -hmm. So that's what some people expect. Like they're coming into you late. You know, you're going to handle the whole nine yards. We're just going to come in, sign things, and go. But, man, I've heard stories go up and down with it. So... And that's a big part of it. You're, you're not feeding them no bullshit. You're straight to the point and you're just telling them exactly what they need to know so they either can work with you or, listen, shake your hand. Can't do it. You know, Mr. and Mrs., there's something we just can't make happen. So we could talk about that, that, that'll that segue us into, like, the market. Like, what's the market looking like these days? So the market right now, the market is healthy in the mm -hmm. sense that the economy is doing great regardless of political affiliation, sure. the, the economy is doing great. Every year we could see that the numbers are better in pretty much almost every business, almost every industry. Yeah. And in the mortgage business, when it comes to the housing market, mm -hmm. values have continued to increase since May of 2013 is when it all started. Every year- You said values? Yeah, okay. property value, property values of homes have continued to increase for the most part since May of 2013. So now, are, we, are we at the peak right now, 2013? I mean, I'm, I'm not saying we're coming down, but we're at the highest point we are have been we're, since We're currently, the last year and this year, we're the highest points. Really? really? Correct. Um, it slowed down. And so there, there was like large increases. Mm -hmm. yep. Now it's a little more steady. Okay. I personally think we've approached the, we're about to get normalized. I personally we're at, we're at the, personally believe we're at the peak of it. Um, Do you think it'll normalize will hold here or you think it'll dip a little? Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. That's that's anyone's best guess. My bet, my bet, I do believe, because there's perceived value. There, there's appraised value of what the yeah. market's going on. Mm -hmm. And then there's perceived value. I personally believe that perceived value, I think everything right now is about 10% overpriced. Okay. So what I mean about the market is if you're buying a home yep. right now, you're, you're paying 10% of what you might think the home is worth, 10% more than you might think the home is worth. If you're selling your home, yeah. you're receiving about 10% home to what you're, you're yeah, 10% more than worth. what your home is really yeah. worth. So... So with that, that's just the nature of the beast. Sure. If you're buying now, you're, you're selling now, like it is what it is. I don't think anyone should hold off because of that. Because, which leads me into that, that is the market. Is it going to correct? It's anyone's best guess. But mm -hmm. if it was to correct, when is, is a question. Mm -hmm. But if it was to, I don't think we're going to face what 
what a lot of people think was, you know, 2008, 2009. Yeah, I would say 2005 to 2009. So it seemed like as soon as the, the, the big talks of major corporations going into bankruptcy mm-hmm. started some of that trickle, because that's how I wanted to get to. So that mm-hmm. maybe you can give some insight to us and the viewers is, I saw where because because my business I was in wireless toys too. We yep. never crossed paths. I'm surprised we didn't. But yep. I was in wireless toys too. But in the heart of Genesee County, you had the effect of Delta going out. I'm sorry, Delphi going out. Uh, General Motors was filing, starting to talk about bankruptcy talks at that time. Mm-hmm. So now, when that starts happening, Delphi actually did go through bankruptcy. Um, and I don't even think they're in existence right now. Is Delphi even existing? I've heard the name of forever. Yeah. So what I'm yeah. getting to is that guy or that woman that that was working with them had the second house up north and then the house down here so the second house gets let go because they can't afford it mm-hmm. then it gets to the boat that can't be afforded and so forth do we see that in the future being that turn of events anytime soon i mean it's not to say it's inevitable because that's a bubble man it's yeah not, i don't think that could yeah that was saying was would we ever face something and what caused it what was the biggest fraud yeah, that's I know fraud was a big part, but I got to say jobs, too, weren't really secure for a while at that mm-hmm. time. No, yeah. So so what what do you think the main factors got to that? When maybe not seeing it ever again, but you're saying we're, we're now running a, a tip of the tip of the uh, of the plateau for for the pricing and stuff. So does that mean we can have more? It's going to knock it down and bring us down that low at some point. So so I believe there will be a correction of about 10 to 15 percent maximum. Okay. But that to me is a normal Inflated market yeah. and then a normal correction. So a two hundred thousand dollar home in the next few years could depreciate down to one eighty, one seventy. Correct. So, so the correction's only gonna be five percent because it's already up two ten percent too much. Correct. Yeah, yeah. So 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 to answer your question about would that happen again? Yeah. Anything is possible. But right. going based off what I know, being in yep. business for ten years yeah. and I, I pay attention to all the small details. Yep. Is at that time there were loans that were happening where should have never happened. Right. Okay. People were getting stated income loans. Like you could do things that that we're not going to get into that just shouldn't have been happening. Anyone okay. was able to get a loan, sure. whether you're able to afford it or not. Sure. So couple that with a super inflated market, way more inflated than today when it comes to the housing values. Yep. Oh yeah. And couple those two things together with the economy as a whole mm-hmm. jumping into that. Yep. Yeah. You actually had people a large percentage in the market foreclosing, yep. running to short sales losing their homes, getting into real, um, what was it? They called it not a, the, the Great Depression, the Great Recession. recession they called yeah, it the recession. Recession. Yeah. So there were things happening, things that were not in check that are in check today. Okay. So all I believe is that the housing market's a little overinflated. Yeah. So people that are getting their mortgages today, for the most part, I would say, yeah. I would say a solid 90% of the, of the deals that are happening, whether people think it's too strict underwriting <laughs> or not, I think the underwriting with people getting approved is where it's supposed to be at. Right. It's, it's pretty much as strict where it's supposed to be and about 90% of, of what people are getting approved for. So let's just say the market does decrease by decrease by 10 to 15%. Mm-hmm. At least the person who's properly qualified on their mortgage, mm-hmm. they're not losing their home. There's right. always a percentage of people that lose their homes for other reasons, well, wait, what do you, but they're not what, losing what, their home. Because the equity. No, that's not what I'm saying to you. Oh. What do you mean properly qualified? Like they actually legitimately are documenting their actual income. Okay. They actually have their their last one year, the last two years. Okay. It, it, it's it's a probability of continued stable income for a certain sure. certain amount of time. When before it was three mortgages at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Like, like before is one example. You could get a letter from your accountant saying you make seven thousand a month or ten thousand a month and get a mortgage. That type of stuff doesn't happen today. Right, right. You know, it just doesn't happen today. Got you. And, 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 and whatever, whatever is trying to come come back with that 
It's such a small percentage of the market. When before it was just hat, it was yeah. so easy to do that back then to where even people who did qualify, like people were doing that nonsense stuff. Right. You know? Trust me. I... Right, right. Even if they did, would have qualified. Yeah. yeah. There they were yeah. appraisers that were incentivized and that stuff just doesn't happen. So with the adjustment coming or possibly coming, When's the right time to buy, and and for who? Like so, obviously, right time to buy for certain the, individuals yeah. is different. Everyone's different. So give us a few examples of when the right time is to buy for someone, and when the when this is probably not the right time. I have a very simplified and streamlined answer for that because okay. whether you are an investor or whether you are, you know, a bachelor, bachelorette, just getting your home, you want to go on your own, or yep. whether you are getting your first family home or your second or third family home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People ask me all the time, should I wait? Because you know, I, I, a lot of people say, oh, I think there is going to be a crash. Yep. I don't want to buy a home now because, right. because you know, <laughs> what if the what value goes down? Yep. Yep. So the right time to buy, if you're a family, the right time to buy is when your family is ready to move on to another home. Yeah. For example, yeah, you want to move your, your children from this school district to that school district. Great example. Well, the answer is it's the right time to buy. Yeah. If you want to, maybe you don't need to switch school districts. Maybe you're staying in the same city, same mm-hmm. school district. Mm-hmm. And you're ready to really upgrade upgrade in lifestyle when it comes to the, the sure. quality of your home, the yep. size of your home. Yep. Well, then if you're truly ready for that, it's the right time to buy. It, and likewise, it's all relative. You already own a home. You may be, you're gonna sell your home in a high market. You're making, in my right. mind, 10% overpriced. You're making yep. 10% extra. Yep. You're gonna take that equity and that profit that you just made mm-hmm. into a, in my mind, 10% overpriced new home. And it's all relative. You didn't. Yeah, you sure. didn't lose anything. Right. You didn't lose anything. So the, to the person that says, "Well, I don't own a home. I'm going to buy my my first home for my family. I'm paying 10 percent overpriced." Well, my answer is, you qualify for this mortgage. Your family was ready to move into a new home. Yep. So the right thing to do is to get your family into that home. If the value decreases, you may be in that home for 10 years. The value you're might decrease. Owning, yeah, you're not leaving the home. Five years pass, the value has yeah. come back to normal. Yep. So it's cyclical. It's on paper. Yeah, but I'm saying it's cyclical. The shift changes. Sure. Sure. It's it's commodity the, the way the the ups and downs go. Yep. So you used Anthony as an example, you know, just to say like we'll just say he's family. Why, is, why use me as an example? You got family. You got Chaldean? kids. No, you why, got some Chaldean. <laughs> We're keeping up with the Chaldeans. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> he, well, he said family-wise, you know, if you're ready to do it, you got the kids and the family. That's so, what we used to say when they used to kick us out of the bar. Why? Yeah, was Chaldean. Yeah. yeah. Well, well I'm single. Okay, so I'm just single bachelor. Mm-hmm. Is there a particular time for me as an as a single bachelor to look for things versus like like you're saying time to buy for a family who's making a decision? But come up coming May, I my my lease is up and I'm not looking to rent anymore. I want to buy. And then is there a true is there a true statement behind it's better to buy in the winter than it is to buy in the summer? The whole Memorial and Labor Day weekend type of deal. There, there is a true statement to it in the winter time. So we're talking about the, the overall market again. My sure. my opinion is it's about ten percent overpriced. So during the winter time, the values naturally decrease about five percent. Okay. They go back up that five percent during the summertime. Summer sure. So yeah, you would get a better deal in the winter time. However, what if your home you really wanted was available mm-hmm. in the summertime? Right, right. The, yeah. So again, I go back to the thing is. Are you, is your family ready to buy? You want to be ready before school so even starts? As an individual, am I ready to buy too? So before summer or during summer, am I? As a bachelor or bachelorette, mm-hmm. it is in my mind. This is this is this is not helpful to the mortgage business and to the real estate business. What I'm about to say, yep. but this is what I would do. It's easier to rent because you're so flexible. 
Sure. Like when you're when you're ready, you know something happens. You're I wish ready you to... were gonna say that. That's yeah. right. <laughs> well, I wish you were gonna say it because listen, wants to buy something. Yeah. Just buy something. Listen, yeah, you're ready to actually get a home for your family. Go ahead. You, you know you're not locked down to a home at this point. No, but the, the thing is, I'm so Terry. I'm so like you get to hear the neighbor. I mean, even yeah. you're in a condo, you know, you're attached. Yeah. Yeah. All the, and all the rents going out the window. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I tell you, and I haven't you know put any type of asset towards that. Like there's no value that I'm accruing right now with it. <laughs> so so that's true. That that is a that is an offset you're getting. You're getting. You're getting your money back, so to speak, when you yeah. sell. But what what's the what's the value to you as an individual? Sure. The flexibility, being able to say, I'm ready to go. Yeah. I don't need to worry about selling. I'm ready to go. Yeah. I need a home. I'm ready to start a family. I'm ready and to get a home for my rent. I don't know yeah, yeah, depending on, yeah, depending know, on the size situation. of the house, mm -hmm. you're going to have maintenance. You're going to have taxes. You're going to have a lot right. of a lot of different right. things that are. As a family, I'm going to say if you could if you can qualify to own, you should always own. Oh yeah. Gotcha. As a as a, as a single person. Again, bachelor, bachelorette, you got to decide how much is that value worth to you. Sure. Because a lot, a lot of people... And here, Why don't here, we put some of these bachelors and bachelorettes together? Yeah. Maybe they you can cohabitate. Co yes. Yes. They, yes. yes. have two or three rooms <laughs> in, a, in a house. Yes. <laughs> they're, they're, oh, and we'll install some, some cameras. I, I was going to make a joke. There is a Chaldean matching dating company out there, isn't yeah. there? Yeah. Chaldean. Best in the business. Yes. So, so my... my Answer to that, because people people will come and say, I'm, I'm going to, by now, I'm going to lose all my mm -hmm. equity. Again, it's all, oh, no, it's, it's I want to make this a business. A, a, a home is one of the best investments you have. Yeah. My answer to those, to, to those people, if you're not in the business of owning multiple properties, yeah. you're not in the business of sure. selling home, flipping homes. Sure. If not the business of buying and flipping multiple homes in the course of a year, you're not in that business. You are always going to lose money where you live, unless you got lucky. Yep. There were a lot of people who got lucky they, that that had money to buy up some homes during during the Great Recession, yep. and now the home's inflated and you got it. We, my, my family is one of them. We we bought in a, in a low market and we sold our, our previous home in a high market. Good. We got lucky, we didn't plan for that. Yep. Mm -hmm. We were not in the business of flipping homes. It just happened. It's just the way the dice, the dominoes fell at that point. Sure. So if you're in the business, my answer to those people now talking about, I gave you the answer on families when's the right time to buy. Mm -hmm. If you're an investor, you are a person buying multiple homes and renting them out yeah. or buying homes to flip. You gotta look at it. If you're flipping a home in the course of one year with the current market value that you're about to pay, if you can make a profit in one year, it's the right time to buy a home. Understood. If you're going to own the home to rent out, if you can make money within the course of three to five years, assuming the worst case scenario, you got to say, hey, let's assume the market does drop. Yeah. And now my rent's going to go from, call it 1500 a month, to 1400 a month, 30, whatever it is. If you can make money over the course of three to five years, the answer is it's the right time to buy. You, we can't wait for the market to mm -hmm. do what it's going to do to say it's the right time to right, buy. Right. That's my answer to everyone there. Yeah. So, you know what? You think about it. And, and what he's saying is a lot of it was taught to us just playing a board game, right? Monopoly, Monopoly. gave, gave oh, yeah. a lot of understanding of that buying and selling. Yep. You weren't really a buyer or a seller unless you were, you know, buying up big things and collecting yeah. rent as we passed through, you know? So, so Monopoly was, 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 was the example. My, my example was the game Sorry. Like that was my, was my experience in business and, and, and the, the uh, real estate. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. It's, it's, <laughs> it, it's definitely tricky. I, I bought a property, thank you, um, it was 2011, it was a commercial building, and there's a lot to it, you know, investing is more than just investing and putting in. You got oh, maintenance, yeah. you, like you said, you got taxes to deal with, you got to see, it, is, is, is my value from what I'm, you know, receiving to what I'm paying out worth it? Who you partner with, 
shit, that's even a pain in the ass. What people don't get is like if Anthony and I right now went to, you know, we came to you and say, you know what, Terry, um, we want to buy a house right now and do some stuff with it. There's still some, you know, will and uh, uh, just things that you have to have set in play so that when it comes time to selling, yeah, there's no problems. I don't have to sit there and get Anthony's permission or Anthony doesn't have to get my permission. You know, there's there's stipulations that come about that too. So mm -hmm. it's not just easy just to come to you and say, you know what, we want to start investing and boom, you hit the ground running. Right. Like people think it is. So so with Connect, the company, the, the your goals, the vision, like what's going on right now? And what's what's what, what are we looking at in the future? So our company goal is to, in the year 2021, in the mm -hmm. 12 months of 2021, mm -hmm. so we got a year to prepare for this as, as a company is to help 700 families a year. Okay. Well, uh, I'm not being a charity here. How to help 700 mm -hmm. families a year is I provide 700 benefits to our clients. Yeah. Provide 700 mortgages. Sure. So whether you are in the market to buy a home, again, mm -hmm. whether you're a bachelor, bachelorette, you're a family, first time home ownership, second, third, fifth home. Sure. We want to be able to benefit your family and get you into that mortgage. Now there's the other benefit. There's people who already have a mortgage. There's refinancing. There's so many different reasons to refinance. Mm -hmm. You can refinance simply to just lower your interest rate as long as the rates stay low, which has been happening for a long time now. Yep. There is refinancing for a, what I call an alternative benefit. You may have utilized a family member or a friend to, to co-sign with you to buy a home for your family. Sure. Well now, I mean, we don't want to keep that person who co-signed for you on your mortgage forever. That mm -hmm. person wants out and you want to thank that person by saying thank you mm -hmm. and you know, mm -hmm. ready to get you off my mortgage. We do that for people all the time. There's other benefits like my favorite one is this. This also doesn't, what I'm about to say, doesn't necessarily help the uh, real estate market, but it helps increasing the, your own value on your home. Sure. Is some people want to move just to get a certain element of a home that they could easily get in their current home. So my, my pitch to people is if you're moving for the purpose of you want a nicer kitchen, you want a nicer bathroom, you're not necessarily trying to switch cities or school districts or lifestyle. Sure. Same, relatively the same lifestyle. We could get you a renovation loan. Take money you out. Could, you could renovate your current kitchen, all your bathrooms. You could create whatever you want in your basement. We'll call it a home theater. Call it a man cave. Call it a hobby shop. Call it a whatever it is you're trying to do. Mm -hmm. We can make it happen. A play, whatever it is you're trying, we can make it happen. You, you're not happy with the carpeting in your home. You just want a better quality type of tile or cabinetry. Yeah. We can make it happen through the, through the source of whether it's a home equity loan or whether it's simply a renovation loan, which, by the way, you don't need equity in your home to do. Really? The renovation loan says, hey, we're going to give you this loan uh, based off the $50,000 of renovation value we're about to give you. The future value of them will be this. We're going to give you the loan based off of that. Oh, wow. So cool. it's, it's yeah. one of my favorite deals because there's so many people moving for those simple reasons. Right, yeah. right. We yeah. can solve it. Yeah, yeah. We can solve it. Yeah. You can save and so much time. You need another money. room and, okay, build another room. Yeah. yeah. And, and it costs all around a lot less, too, than to go through everything, to, to do renovations at times and sometimes to even go buy a whole new home mm -hmm. and go through the whole inconvenience. So what I want to, to let you, to, you're, in this, you're in the line with what you're saying. Mm -hmm. what, what separates you while you're doing all this for these people? Because, you know, mortgages to say you can go to, you can go to a brokering firm, you can go to a brokering um, um, company and, you know, you have this out there. But what makes Connect through all this transition, what makes you so different? You know, what, what is it that you offer while you're doing all this with, with your company? So there'd be two items. One, I'm going to go back to the promise of quality, transparency, and speed. Yep. It's something that, again, I believe all businesses need to have. And I, a lot of people say they have these things, yeah. mm -hmm. but they're not always happening. Mm 
Okay. And that right there is a differentiator. You know, if, if someone's a realtor doing business with Connect Mortgage Funding, yeah. you could depend on that. If you are a prospective mortgage borrower or new home buyer, mm -hmm. you could depend on that. And that right there to me is the main ultimate difference. Now, couple that with my, my personal process that we have built into our company mm -hmm. and my knowledge that I am teaching my people. So even if someone doesn't necessarily have me per se on a deal, right. at the end of the day, I'm on the back end. My support mm -hmm. staff is on the back end. Sure. And it is my system and my process and my level of standard and quality that I'm trying to incorporate to our company sure. to where whether you're dealing with Terry or with this person or with that person at my company, mm -hmm. you're going to get a similar experience. Yeah. My goal is to make it to where you don't you don't have to deal with me. Mm -hmm. The people are dealing with me are the people that know me. Yep. And the people that are dealing with the people within my company are getting that same quality of experience sure. with getting a deal done with Connect Mortgage Funding. Couple that with our lending relationships uh, whether it's someone that qualifies for a normal loan, which is 90% mm -hmm. of the market out there, 90% of people are going to qualify for a normal loan, call FHA, which is a government loan, VA if you happen to be a veteran, mm -hmm. serving in the U.S. Army and military, or you're just standard traditional conventional oh, Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac mortgage, which makes up majority of the mortgages out mm -hmm. there. Those are our favorite deals. Now, we have other lenders where we don't necessarily promote these products, but if we look at your deal and find, you know what, you don't qualify for that normal loan, yep. but you do fit in the box for a portfolio or private lending, we'll check out if the opportunity is worth, worthwhile to you to get it sure. done. Uh, lastly, I'm gonna add on to that is communication, going to the transparency point of, yep. our, of our promise. Communication, it, it, it's so important. Mm -hmm. So if I could communicate to you that we have a challenge or that I need this from you or that there is no challenge, we're just communicating to you on this, uh, where we're at in your loan, yep. whether you're a realtor on the deal, in the transaction or whether you're the family looking forward and anxious to get into that new home, mm -hmm. you're, you're going to be communicated. You're going to know what's going on and what are the next steps to, to get into home ownership. You work with any of our, our people in the Chaldean community, whether it has to do with the uh, uh, inspections or whether it has to do with the title companies, insurance. I mean, do you want to give anybody a shout out that you do? So with home industry? inspections, I don't have a personal relationship, referral yeah. relationship, someone that we specifically trust. Sure. Uh, that is really left up to the realtors. We trust the realtors mm -hmm. that we work with to do that. Sure. There's a few uh, reputable, and if I don't remember to say your name, there's a few reputable realtors. I just want to throw out their names that I totally respect mm -hmm. that when it comes to their quality of taking care of the client. Yep. Uh, one of them, one of my favorite realtors, very business-minded individual, uh, when it comes to our community at least, uh, is the people that I'm mentioning, is Ravon Herfey, one of my favorite realtors. Another realtor we've done a lot of business with is Jason Davish. Yep. Um, Jason's a, pretty big. A, 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 a realtor that we haven't done a lot of business with, business with, but we've had mutual clients and I totally respect her. Uh, she's more, and the elder generation of our, of our community is uh, Norma Sheena. Oh, yeah. Uh, she, she's amazing, you know? So just speaking about our community, these are a few people that, she's that come to mind. One, one person recently, I just really respect her, her, her go-getter attitude. Uh, she actually works with technically a competitor of ours, but it's a competitor we respect, but she's just done a phenomenal job as a realtor, is Luma Pato. She, she's, she's a go-getter. We faced a challenge on the deal. She was on the seller side, and she just came through and got it done. So nice. speaking real quick off the top of my head, yeah. those are a few people that I would want to give, give a few shout-outs to. Nice. Nice, good for them. And so, so all of this. At Joe, Joe Bahri, I haven't forgot about Joe. you either. Joe, you go, Joe, Joe. Joe has been a consistent realtor who also is an appraiser. So if you need appraisals, I trust his opinion of value right. on, on any appraisal as well. Awesome. Yeah.
So all the, all, all of this uh, this Connect Mortgage uh, uh, funding companies built on on a on a culture and community, right? So mm -hmm. why don't you speak on that? The culture of Connect. So I'm going to combine what we believe in to be our culture at the office mm -hmm. and put an add to where if we follow this culture, we hire individuals that fit into this culture is going to help the community. Because okay. again, 2021, our company goal is to help 700 families by providing 700 mortgages. That is 60 sure. families a month. That's not easy. No, I need to, can't do that by myself. There, there's right. no one person that could do that. So there's not enough time in the day. So I need a solid team, the, the people that fit the right mindset. And what is that mindset is, we're not looking for a dollar amount. I'm not looking to make 3,000 in revenue off you. I'm not looking to make 10,000 in revenue off of you. I'm looking to provide a benefit. The benefit sure. is getting your family into the home mm -hmm. and getting you into a better financial position, whether it's getting you a better deal on your mortgage, the renovation loan I spoke about, yeah. or the other deal, the other type of deal we didn't speak about, which is uh, con uh, consolidating debt for people, right? Mm -hmm. And or uh, getting you cash to make an investment to go buy another property or to put it, you need that extra cash to make an investment in another yep. business nice. or to just have money on the side for emergency, whatever that value is to you. Yep. If we look at benefiting 700 families a year, yep. 60 families a month, I don't need to worry about the dollar amount. As we all know, you do good business, the, the karma plays in your favor. What is sure. the karma in our, in our, in our field? You, you're getting your compensation. Yep. Yeah. You're getting your compensation and I don't want to do any deal that is not a benefit to our client. If it's not a benefit to our client, I don't want to do the yeah, deal. Pass. I'll tell you, I'll say, look, I know you want to do the deal. I don't see the benefit here. You tell me what you, what you want to do. Do you want to move forward? Do you not want to move forward? Like, if, if I don't see the benefit here. If they yes. want to move forward, great. We're, we'll get it done Sometimes you just want the cash. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and let's do it. But yeah. we're, if you see me, if, if you're interacting with me and any of my salespeople at the office, yep. and we're driving a deal home, like we're really, we're really, justified you'll feel that that passion of like we want you to do this yeah. deal is because there's a benefit you there. have belief in uh, otherwise i'm not pushing my people to 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 convince you to do it yep. uh, and i have no justification here to do it so that's integrity right. your company yes. has a lot of integrity it seems like and you see we have passion to be able to help people just as much as you're making money there's also the agenda of helping the person out it's like saying like you know when you know our parents would cook for us the the, the pleasure as mom would serve it to us and watch us eat it was beautiful yeah. it's like yeah. what you're doing for the, the community and those 700 families what i want to help the viewers including myself mm -hmm. because i'm preparing now mm -hmm. tell the viewers what it takes to prepare before they come see you because oh, it's not point. just i don't just want to just i walk into terry's and terry's giving me a whole list of what i got to do give them the pre you know before pre-approval give them the the, the pre-meeting do I have to clean my credit? Do I have to take my bills down, my credit cards? What do I got to do to get to you first to make it easier for you to make this whole transition smooth? I'm happy that you asked. So to recap, as I said earlier, there, there's nothing necessarily fun about providing documentation right, for right. insurance or mortgages. Yep. Yeah. It's part of the process. Sure. So we try to make that as easy as possible on you. Mm -hmm. So be ready to prepare and provide a lot of documentation. Okay. You do not have to pay your balances down before you come meet with us. You do not have to fix your credit if you think your credit is good or bad before you come meet with us. Be prepared to provide a lot of documentation. Be prepared to uh, have an interview with us in person mm -hmm. or over the phone. Mm -hmm. Call it 10 minutes, call it 30 minutes, call it one hour. Sure. Have, have the time ready. And then we'll tell you, hey, here's the documentation. Based off what we've talked about, here's the checklist of documentation that we need. Perfect. We're going to pull your credit. Then we're going to tell you what you need to do. Okay. You don't need to, because a lot of times people will 
they'll say, I don't want to, you know, I don't want you to pull my credit. I want to pay a few things off first. <laughs> that's, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Exactly. And I say, let me pull your credit. I'm going to tell you what you need to pay off because what you're thinking about paying off may not even increase your credit score. Sure. It may not do anything. It may not change anything. And then you got deal. less money for a down payment. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, let the view, I mean, there's your, your soft credit hit and there's your hard credit hits, right? So, so that's just so the people, I want them to be aware of it because when I, when we're in the cell phone game, a lot of times people would say, I don't want you to run my credit right now. I'm going to be purchasing a home in 30 days, mm -hmm. you know? So like stuff like that, like, does that affect it? Like, do I not do these things before I get to you? You know, what would hinder my, my, my mortgage deal? Like before I get to you. So or in the cell phone business, it is a soft pull that we okay. were doing, right? Yep. And that account doesn't even show up on your credit. You have a Verizon account, AT&T, T-Mobile, it doesn't even yep. show up. The account uh, doesn't the show up. The monthly bill payment does never have come as, as accrued credit for you. But if you screw up the bill and don't pay it, it's exactly. definitely, it becomes it's a collection, yeah, yeah. et cetera. In the mortgage business, the only way for someone to truly pre-approve you, and what we call pre-connect, is our brand of a pre-approval, mm -hmm. like is you, you need to have a hard inquiry. If you do not have a normal hard inquiry that the mortgage company it, that is pre-approving you didn't do themselves, mm -hmm. I can't take a competitor's credit report. I mean, I could use it as a guide, but we use, we're it. using software, using technology. Sure. We're, we're actually underwriting based off, um, you know, I brought up a few names, you know, FHA, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac. If someone's giving you an approval, a pre-approval, yep. without our my own credit report, the truth is we don't have a real pre-approval. Sure. So, so we're if you're getting a real pre-approval, be ready to have a full credit pull, okay. a full hard inquiry. Now, the, everyone's worried about affecting their credit. Yeah. When I pull my credit, it's gonna hurt my score. I don't want to pull it. There's truth to that, but there's also it's not that big of a deal. The truth is, it's gonna hurt your score anywhere from two to three or up to five points. Okay. And it's a temporary hit. Let's just say you're shopping. Yep. You're shopping. You pull your credit with whatever name mortgage company, mm -hmm. one, two, and three mortgage company. Then you come with us and say, I don't want to pull my credit because it's an account of the pool. Well, if you're within 14, uh, 14 days, I want to say, it might be 21 days, but let's go with the conservative round, 14 days. Yep. If you pull your credit with another mortgage company, it's for the purpose of a mortgage inquiry, which mm -hmm. is automatic because I'm a mortgage sure. company. So you come pull your credit with me. Your credit's not, even though it shows that this company pulled your credit and I pulled your credit, yep. it's not actually hurting your score again. It's just Understood. another inquiry. Understood. Outside of that 14 to 21 yep. day period, yeah, it hurts your credit. So likewise, if you're shopping for a car, you're shopping for a credit card, you pull your credit within a time frame for all these different cards you're shopping for, mm -hmm. the inquiry will show, but the effect it has to your credit scores is that one time within a certain time period. Okay. And, and again, the answer is, it, it's we got to do what we got to do. We can't yep. really give you a real true answer on your approval until we pull your credit. Sure. Good. Well, it's good for them to know. Good mm -hmm. for the viewers to know. So we're going to be posting all your, your handles and everything. I've got that for the people to be able to get a hold of you. Um, is, is there a... Anything in specific when they reach out to you that you just like you are they just getting through to you or when they call in they're just calling and not looking for Terry they're looking or is for there more somewhere they can go for, for to fill out an application yep. or, or an inquiry yep. card or something like that yes yeah, so you could go to our website connectloans.com mm -hmm. okay there's a quick form there on our homepage that tells yep. you to get started yep. mm -hmm. just with that basic information at least gives us enough info for us to know what we're calling you about right. okay uh, two. Uh, to go back, be prepared to provide a lot of documentation and I promise whatever we're asking for, mm -hmm. though we may not be turning in yep. to an underwriter, what mm -hmm. we like to say is we're the lawyers in your case and the underwriter is the judge. So I want all the evidence. <laughs> I'm asking you for everything for a reason. I like that. You're yeah. right. I'm asking everything for a reason. And even though I may not need it, 
I know the answer. So when the underwriter says this or that, I know whether I should provide it or shouldn't provide it. Sure. But we're going to present the best case, going back to the legal analogy, uh -huh. the best case for you to get the best results, a loan approval yeah. and a closed mortgage, a closed home for your family to get that done. So you go to our website. One, two, um, my favorite thing is, is a conversation in a meeting. Mm -hmm. but you want to make it quick. You don't have time. You want to get some things out of the way before we talk or meet. Sure. It's to go to our website, connectloans.com and fill out a few things there. And you're in Troy, perfectly located, centrally yeah, located. Central. You have to cover the east side, cover the west side, north, mm -hmm. south at all. Correct. So I want to touch on, on one point in regards to recruiting. Yeah, yeah. So to go to staff. things of, yeah. of the culture and the community that I'm talking about. So if we have people that are providing benefits to our clients, well, then we're providing to the community. Yep. We're doing right by our clients by providing the right type of deal for them. Sure. Likewise, the, the type of recruit, the type of hire we're looking for, Again, as a person that's going to fit that mindset, we don't want people that just want to make money. No. We want people that want to turn this into a career. Passion for it. You want to provide benefits for your clients. Yep. And therefore, you have success at the end of the day. So anyone that may be thinking about getting into this business or it is not necessarily a culture fit where they're at right now, please feel free to also go to our website, fill out the contact info, yep. and we'll get in touch with you. Perfect. Mm -hmm. That was yeah. my next question. So now mm -hmm. they can get in, in And touch. then what, what, so you said, you're looking for a certain type of individual. Like, mm -hmm. to talk about your staff and 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 what values they bring and 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 why you're so proud of them and why they they actually made the made the cut. So our support staff and our sales staff. So mm -hmm. we rec we were we were four people up until May of this year. Wow. We're four people for a long time, and three of us, me, Chris, and Sylvia, we were been in the business for a long time. Mm -hmm. Like pushing 10 years, all of us, right? Okay. So baby is So the value that comes with that, with that experience is already priceless, right? Sure. Yep. So those two individuals have that. Jenny, our main processor, is someone we hired three years ago, of June of 2016, and fully trained up. And now she's responsible, our, our current four people, me and those three additional people, we're responsible for training all the people we're hiring. We're currently at, I wanna say 13, 14 people right now. Nice. So a majority of those people are sales staff. We have about three additional support staff and all of them, at least currently, we believe to fit the culture and the mindset of what we're talking about. If someone is fitting that, we have a place for you. Gotcha. If, someone, uh, if someone is not fitting that, you know, we'll find out very quickly or we'll find out during our interview process. And it's no hard feelings on that. There is other companies that have a different mindset sure. and you take sure. it from there. So and can I just yeah. shout out uh, one of your staff? Can I shout out my boy, uh, Brian Hermes? Of course. Hey, Brian. Brian, we miss you over here, man. We love you. Uh, hope for the best and uh, stick with Connect. Do your best. And uh, I want to compliment Brian on facing challenges very well so far and training up very fast. We hope to have him licensed here very soon. He's a bad very dude, soon. man. Yep. Take care you, of him, we, we'll do. We, we, we'll do. I, at least, I mean, I can speak. I commend you right now because your energy shows the way you love what you're doing every day and it shows that you're going to probably be doing this for a long time and you're a great it sounds like Absolutely. you're a great leader um, just by like i said the charisma that you have right now that you're giving up so we want to see you have continued success but um one question i want to any what's the future of connect more locations are you going to be branching off um are you staying in that location and you're just going to expand to as many employees as you can? Or, you know, what's just the future of it? So we're not making any commitment to locations sure. right now. There's one commitment that mm -hmm. I have and yep. I'll flex and update and pivot however I have to to make it happen. Sure. It's 2021, helping 700 families a year. Sure. If we hit the mark in 2021, amazing. If we fall short of it, well, then we, we know what to do to make it happen. Now, our office space 
currently doesn't have enough space to yep. support the real staff is going to require to right. hit sure. that metric, right? Yep. So naturally, there's going to be things that we'll have to update. There may be um, either larger space and or an additional space in a different location. Okay. By not making any commitments, I'm committed to the goal. And I'm the saying, well, there, there's a meme out there, committed to the goal, committed to the vision and flexible about how we get there. I'm flexible about how we yep. get there. Sure. Nice. Yeah. We congratulate you, man. Thank we you. Congratulate you to all the success that you've done. So uh, anything that we may have missed or not gone over uh, that we want to get to the audience? You want to cover? You want to yep. give more information or do you think we're too good? I think we're good. I think we touched on all the points we talked about. I want to thank you guys again thank for you. having we me. I want to commend you guys with the Keeping Up with the Chaldeans, which I just found out was also a podcast, not just yeah. a YouTube channel. Yes. Yeah. I want to thank you guys for that because... If this thing keeps going, which I see every reason for it, it's going to become something that, yeah, does keep yep. our own community at least updated sure. with what's going on and examples yep. of leadership. So, so, so you brought up our community and the way we close out the shows is we ask a question of what does it mean to you to be Chaldean? So, oh, many, many things here. There, I, I believe that we, I believe that our culture has... When we're when we have the good things about us, yeah. I think we're the best. Yeah. When we have the bad things about us, I think we're one of the worst. Yeah. So I want to encourage our young generation and anyone who is older to, to get as disciplined as possible to show leadership. We need our generation and below to team up more often, yeah. be less greedy. You know, the saying greed is good, yeah, the right way. Like the saying greed is good is not just about it's not just about making money. There, there's it doesn't a, mean it's good just because somebody said it. No. There's more context <laughs> yeah. behind yep. the saying greed is good. Yeah. You yes, know? correct. So, I, I, and I'm seeing it more with the younger generation. I am. But we need to do a better job with the people that are currently the leaders, the people that are currently successful on, yeah, we're competition. And competition should be competition. Let's not be naive. Yes. Yeah. But there are ways of us working together. I see it too much. And it's happening within, our own, within the mortgage business right now. Mm -hmm. There are too many people, and people can take for this what, what they will, that are starting their own companies that shouldn't be starting their own companies and they could prove me wrong. It's all yeah, good. Sure. And there are too many people that, that, you know, may have been better together, yep. more powerful together. Yes. Even if they, even if they are capable of having their own company, sure. if we're able to just get some of our ego out of the way, make that happen. So what does it mean to be Chaldean? I think we have the best of the best when it comes to the good things. Let's focus on the good things. Our food is amazing. Mm -hmm. Even though I may follow a vegetarian diet 80% of the time, you're never going to turn me away from Kabahama yeah. when it's made the right way, right? Yes. Like, you're never going to turn me away from Kabahama. Yeah. We have some of the best, I think the Mediterranean diet, the Middle Eastern diet, the Chaldean diet naturally is one of the best diets out there if followed the right way. Mm -hmm. And our business, our, our business mindset, our work ethic, our, I mean, these things are things that are untouchable. Now, going into the... Religious factor. We're one of the one of the most religious out there as well when it comes to our, our you know our Christian faith for the most part. Um, again, I want I want to heart back on those things and just getting the discipline down and, and following real example examples of leadership yep. and making our Chaldean culture and our Chaldean community even better than what it is today. Yep. We have the means to make it better than what it is today, nice. and I think with stuff like this we can make that happen. Awesome, awesome. man. Thanks for joining us, you guys. Go see Visit Connect. Sure, Connect in the building. Mortgage funding. Yep. Get your mortgage funded. Thank you, guys. My boy Terry here at Kennedy. We wish you a Merry Christmas, too, because yeah. by the time Merry we uh, get back around. So you said we have our... Cool. Yep. Thank Thanks. you, guys. Thanks, Thank everyone. You, brother. Thank you for awesome having me. Thank you. We'll see you all next week. All right. Have a good one.